Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the co- the, the casual comic cast, only episode 3 and I'm already messing up the name. Who would have thought it'd be that early? It's the Easter episode too. Yes. As you can see, we have uh Well, as the people watching the video can see. Podcasts don't get to see Sadly, anything, unfortunately. Audio, you're not gonna but we have uh, Spider-Man eggs. You're excited about that. Yes. Because <laughs> you made them yourself. Yes. And of course, I am Matt Staten. I'm the DC half, and you are, of course. I don't know my name. You don't know your name? No. West Fontaine. Got all the Marvel stuff over here. Uh-huh. And do you Although last start? week last week was very interesting. I actually represented DC more. Did you deal with Captain Cold? Now, yes. do you have something you want to get off your chest early to start this time around? Yes. Or, or, oh, yes. God. Yeah. Every so, week. Got to pick up, pick up where we left off. Every week. So... Last week we made the uh, the whole gesture towards Marvel during the recording for for Namar, oh, right. or Namor, yeah. Namor. I'm sorry. And we thought it uh, might be almost attached in humans a bit. Possibly. Yeah, it was. They're filming. It was filming in Hawaii or whatever. Like we made that comment last week, mm-hmm. and luckily for us, the Thor trailer dropped. Thor uh, Ragnarok we'll trailer talk dropped. About that a little bit later. Uh, a couple days ago. And in the Thor trailer, there is actually a Easter egg for Namor. Which I never saw it. So, I, I, the Trident. Oh, okay, it's the Trident. The Trident, okay. yes. So, so there you go. So, there, there's, there's, like, there's there, like a little bit of, literally, hey, I like Namor. <laughs> Marvel, Marvel's in the works for that, so we, we're good. So, we were right on, so, you were right on the Namor thing. And, so, since we brought And then, up, since we're already talking about the Thor trailer, well. since... Yeah, Jump yeah. right into it, and I gotta say, right off the bat, I love the '80s text. I I <laughs> like '80s style text. This is great. The trailer looks amazing. It looks good. It looks real good. I'm glad they kind of answered why he got his hair cut. Yeah, because was, I was uh, ever since I saw the shot of him without the long hair, I went, "What the hell happens?" It was the game, like basically they, they cut happened? his hair. Cause yeah, because of, of the gladiatorial the... event. Yes. If you haven't watched the trailer, we highly recommend going to see the trailer. We're going to see it. Going to Watching see it. You have to trailer. see the trailer in theaters. It is that good, folks. Hey, it um, is a solid teaser. Personally, yes, I think that the trailer is one of the better ones that we've seen from Marvel. Um, I think that, again, we'll give it, we'll wait for the second trailer to see some yeah. more. But as far as what we can make judgment of now, it looks pretty promising. Oh, because yeah. it definitely. We've already known it's supposed to be a buddy movie with Thor and Hawk, mm-hmm. and so you kind you kind of see that little bit of a tease there at the end. Yeah, we I know love, each other. Now I love I love the aspect that they're kind of keeping oh, the we comedy. Work together, I think the comedy aspect from Thor from those little shorts they've shown us him with his roommate. I do not remember the name of those shorts, but uh, have you you have seen the. You haven't seen any of those shorts. No. Well, that's something you definitely got to watch. They're great. Uh, for those of you that have seen it, where it's Thor and his roommate during the whole uh, Civil War situation, uh, I love the comedic aspect they gave Hemsworth during that. Because it's we are so used to seeing him portrayed as kind of the action-y, pure powerhouse of Thor you don't get to see him make jokes and all that. You get to see him do that in not only the Ragnarok trailer with the whole, yes, I know him from work thing, which is great. But uh, he also makes all, it's very joking in the uh, little shorts that they did. And it's so fun to see that they kept that around. And Th- Thor and Hawk had a little bit of 
comedic roles with the Avengers. Oh, yeah. With when the, in the middle of that fight in the very first Avengers mm-hmm. facing the Jatari, uh, right? That is, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I if I if I butchered the name and said something wrong, I am completely sorry. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but it's regardless, during the fight with them. Uh, Hawk just straight up just punching. Oh yeah, just punching Thor. so good. <laughs> like they do. The they've the done fight. some really good comedic moments with those two. I could see them possibly maybe redoing that. They probably not, but I mean, like they they have said with this Thor Ragnarok and it being like kind of like a buddy movie, and mm-hmm. they're traveling like from different places in the universe. Yeah. And and they said that it's going to be more of a comedy, but it will still obviously still have its serious moments. But I love the fact that they literally they took Thor and Hawk, and they basically kind of put them into a Guardians of the Galaxy movie because that's pretty it much is what a it good is. Way to clear, it's, it's, classify it because Guardians of the Galaxy they go to different planets, and so Thor is kind of getting on that level as well. It's not just mentioned story wise with them flipping planets and everything like that going from planet to planet they're also the whole color scheme because if you think about the first two thor movies you're right especially they, the second one it, it was, was really extremely dark. dark yeah there wasn't much color where yeah, conveniently this, thor they, dark world was very dark well yeah that's, that's what i'm saying it was the the theme was darkness pretty much and, and thinking about it i brought it up uh at the beginning when we started talking about this it gave off kind of an 80s feel at least for me, for the font they used through the trailer and the whole effect of it kind of glowing and coming out at you at the end, as it went in, it does give off kind of an 80s feel, which is what, of course, Star-Lord rocks with his mixtapes. So it does kind of give that Guardians of the Galaxy vibe a yeah, lot. Yeah, like the whole color scheme and everything. Like, literally, I think that this is a good turn, in my personal opinion. I think this is going to give Thor more than likely the better movie out of his trilogy. Like, out of his, like, three-movie set that now, he has. I enjoyed, should be his better one. I enjoyed both first Thor movies. I didn't mind Thor Dark World. It's the lesser of the two, but, in my opinion. You, you, Although... You know, that you see the kind of problem... So the, the, I'm at, I will, for once, actually go on a little mini-rant for MCU. Oh, no. For oh, MCU. No. What? Yes. You're going to do what I did in the last one. So, the thing is, oh, no. if you think about their issues with, <laughs> that they have... Like, they have this whole, in recent events, they have these team-up situations. You can mm-hmm. see the Spider-Man movie coming out, Spider-Man and yeah, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Iron and then Man. you have Thor and Hawk in this movie. Yeah. Those make sense, though, with the scenarios, but then you have Thor Dark, the Dark World, where you literally have a dark elf, like, alien yeah. coming Played from, by Christopher Ellickson, who is an amazing Coming actor. to Earth, and he's, like, aligning all this shit, uh-huh. and pretty much, like, going to just destroy everything in darkness like engulf it all in darkness and thor is just by himself handling that that good but then you see in age of ultron when when basically that could have actually you could have run age of ultron as just a hawk and iron man situation if you think about it, because they're the ones that created it, it was there right. in the movie. So You're it was right. their you could have had Tony and so Bruce just take on Ultron. It could have just been that, and you could have, I guess, put in like the whole aspect of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver since they were a, yeah kind of a tie-in. It for was that the introduction. Aspect. So mm-hmm. you, I could see that, and honestly, I could see, I guess, Hawkeye and Black Widow, but I didn't really see the need for like Thor and. Mm-hmm. For just all the Avengers. Yeah, to you, be you, just, you just didn't need all of them. Like, why did the Avengers assemble 
for because they for obviously Tony they obviously Dan- had to fight off the T one thousands for Stark and Banner's like kind of fuck up, if you will. And, what they were but, teaching and, us was, uh, but then you have this alien. You have this alien that's going to put the whole universe into darkness. Mm-hmm. And granted, I get that they were in London, I believe, for, yeah. the, for the Dark World. I think so, so. And a lot of the heroes are kind of based in, in America. But Tony, he could. He is an Iron Man, so he can fly. He could have flown over and there. And you would have thought that would have been Thor all over out. the news. Yes, that would like you think that there was reporters there. I mean, like you would think seriously. they would have heard about it. Like, so you you do make a good point. So, about it. as far as intensity goes, I don't get why Thor was fighting that battle by himself. But I guess that's just something maybe the MCU wants you to forget <laughs> out of your mind. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but so I got based off of recent weeks where I was saying crap about other people. MCU has this. It's some things that they don't make both, sense to. They both have their weaknesses. But I think we've... Nonetheless, we've they're that. all good movies. Like, yeah. they, they still have their good aspects. Yeah. It's just, as far as the whole team-up thing that's been happening lately, that yeah, would have made like, more sense to have somebody there. They with like Thor. putting teams together now. That, that's their main Which, thing. Honestly, the way the characters balance with each other is is really well. Yeah, it so, really I, think really that, I think it works. So... And okay, so continuing, do you want to say anything else about the trailer, or sure? Well, all I want because I do have some continuations. Uh, all I want to point out with uh, the trailer is it gives us the one thing that I think a lot of us fans who like Hulk, but and I'll make one butt here, and a lot of people may disagree with me. A lot of us like him because there's multitudes of Hulk, Red Hulk, Gray Hulk, She Hulk. You got a bunch of Hulks. And we wanted a Planet Hulk movie. This is how we're getting a Planet Hulk movie. It's not the best way to do it, in my opinion, to, you know, silence people from winning Planet Hulk. At least it gives us something like a Planet Hulk movie. Yeah, it's the closest thing that we're going to get. And I, I I like it. I like it. I think that it is a very... It's I a think change as long that as is it works. acceptable. As long as it works out and gives us what we want. If we see one other Hulk in the movie... I think that people will be happy. Uh, I don't know if we're going to. They did did say that they were going to gear towards that for Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. He was going to be a different hawk, different view. However, they decided kind of against that. But we have other takes the you know the general is back yeah, into we, this we've situation. Got the gray so hawk he he could become or the blue hawk or whichever hawk he is. I always forget. And I think so, it's gray. Yes, and. Or, yeah. I think it's well, gray. We don't know. Too, I, I, I don't know too much about the hawk, to be honest I, with I you. Think I just know gray. that there's different takes. I know. I but, know. We looked it up at one point, and I've, <clears throat> for some reason, forgotten. But uh, speaking of that, there, you know, we could maybe see him get involved. I mean, he is back in the situation with Civil War. We could see him get involved with the whole Infinity War thing, and that could be how he becomes. That's true. We he, could see him become Hulk in Infinity War. So, so maybe, maybe that's maybe how we get our new things. Hulks. But, um, I mean, that's the last thing I had to discuss. I know you got some tie-ins or at least something to push off of it. So we got to go on. Now. Well, yeah. So speaking of Infinity War, this is kind of like a, a mm-hmm. little bit of a tie-in for Infinity War-ish. And, uh, so Hela from the trailer and mm-hmm. like, I think that we can kind of get the gist of Hela is kind of representation of death on on the movie screen as well. So she's kind of playing like two roles in one ish, 
That's a and, nice segue into the next thing we'll talk and, about, but we won't talk about that yet. <laughs> and um, so she's kind of playing two roles into one. And also, it's kind of hinted at that, like, kind of the person that she's working with, too, mm-hmm. is also the henchman to somebody else that's in the that's not in the MCU, but, like, in the comics. So okay. it's possible that she's, like, three-ish different three people. Three different characters? Kind of mashed together so it's, it, We one. could argue it's kind of like what... Uh, and I hate to bring this back to DC, trying to fight out with Marvel almost, kind of picking that apart. But you can almost say it's like Lex Luthor in uh, Batman vs Superman. If it's like three characters mashed into one, except for except for Hello, she, Hello she seems like she's gonna play all three characters. Very while Lex well. was just a fusion of all three. Yeah, yeah, I think her representation. I think it fits. It mm-hmm. is fine. You don't really need to bring all of that into the situation okay. right yeah. now. And is speaking of hello and the possible actual kind of being like death this i think thor ragnarok with her could be a good lead into infinity war because in the comics hella and thanos actually got in a relationship at one point and so and thanos like death he's so into death hella could go in and be working with thanos come infinity war so this could be Leading now, very well into that. I hate to go straight into a perfect tie-in because I feel like it's too perfect. I know we can always come back to it, but I mean, I mean, when you talk about death, you gotta talk about somebody else. Deadpool. There's but. there's one person. You gotta talk about her hubby, man. <laughs> but there there's more to Infinity War. There's more to the Thor Ragnarok that I would like to talk about. So the. We know but where all the work. gems are at this point for the Infinity Gauntlet. We mm-hmm. know where they all are except for one, which is the Soul Gem. Okay. So the Soul Gem... So where's the Soul Gem? You're telling me like you know the, where the Soul Gem is. Well, it's led to believe that it could be... Because you know how Vision, his eye changed. His eye color changed yeah. when he got the Mind Gem mm-hmm. and everything. So it's led to believe that the kind of gatekeeper for the Asgardians... Yeah. Do you... Do you I'm, I, I my mind is drawn a blank of his name, but he, he's um, played by Idris Elba. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> That's how I know. So, anyways, so it's led to believe that he could be the one that kind of has the gem right now. I could see that. And even if he doesn't, I think it's also very possible that Hella at some point does get the gem from whoever the heck mm-hmm. has the gem, because you can kind of see that on display with the trailer. Because, really? Yes, because she just. I'm she pretty much just destroys yeah. all of Asgard. In oh the yeah, flick she of her does. Wrist. Like as soon as she whips I out the sword, about that. she does boom. just. It's almost like one hand motion, and then everything just crumbles. So, I think it's very easy to see that. I think that Hela, if she doesn't get the Soul Gem mm-hmm. to Thanos by the end of the film, and if Thanos doesn't at least have a post-credit scene, I would be a little bit shocked. But these. A lot of this is kind of speculation, but I think yeah. the Soul Gem definitely is going to be introduced in Thor I wouldn't Ragnarok. Be, I wouldn't be surprised, which would lead into us seeing the full Infinity Gauntlet filled in Infinity War. I mean, I think that's a smart assumption to make. Yeah, and then, and then one more thing about the trailer, unless I can think of something else, but I'm, for right now, I'm, I'm, the, the very beginning, you see Thor kind of chained up in... A lot of fire going on, like mm-hmm. his whole backdrop, and he's kind of like talking to himself. He's doing the the yeah monologue. There we go. So 
Uh, you see him doing that, so that could be hell. Because Hella being in charge of Hell. So Marvel, the MCU, could be introducing Hell. As a place. And that makes me wonder, could they be thinking bringing in Spawn? If you bring in Hell, maybe just maybe that's a good way to be like, well, it's Hell. You can't really do much with Hell except bring in Spawn. Well, there I can see them bringing in Spawn if they introduce Hell. And Spawn doesn't even have to like be part of the combined... MCU, he can kind of stand on his own. You never have to have him interact, which he never does. Well, I think there's also, there's a monster. There's like a big, like, there's, and so there's this, uh, there's actually a planet where the, the monster is actually, I, my mind is so drawing a blank. I'm sorry, guys. But, so it's possible that Thor is either chained up on that planet, but the fact mm-hmm. that he's chained up and kind of descending into this, I, gives you the I would heavily say out. that it's not the planet that people have kind of maybe thought. Yeah. I would say that it's, I think it's going into hell. Well, that, so I think it's good, the introduction. That's a good hell. introduction to that. And I'm wondering if that is going to lead maybe to more of an emphasis on Hella being death and possibly even kind of a good way to introduce new characters. Because there are a multitude of characters that we know either interact with death or, in Spawn's case, come from hell. So, I mean... I, I think that leading into Infinity War and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. like, they have a lot going on. I think yeah, that they... we could see some new people even show up in Infinity War, possibly. Which, which is, that, that's actually a perfect setup. I'm done with talking with well, the Thor trailer, go. so that, that's perfect. So... Let's lead into a little bit of a speculation aspect here. Oh, no. Speculation never leads there to was, good There was a little bit of a thing going on that supposedly 67 characters could That's be... a lot. In, like, important characters, kind of, like, or whatever. Like, superheroes, whatever. Okay, so you're saying 67. Going into Infinity War. However, somebody has come out and said that is inaccurate. Okay. But... If you kind of tie in with the kind of side characters, uh, side slash still major characters, but mm-hmm. like not so people like Nick Fury, yeah, um, Cap's new girlfriend, which we can't remember her name to save our lives. Yes, so I'm sorry, but I'm sure you all know who that is. Yeah. So you got these other people. We could also actually, I'm pretty positive. I actually heard somewhere. That we could actually be seeing Tony's girlfriend coming back in, like we're gonna see Pepper come back yeah, into play. Po- possibly. Oh this is God, all, I would again, love that these, if Pepper comes back into play because that would so much fun things could happen. Speculations, okay? So this is just all what all we think that could come back to Infinity War as that kind of majorish characters. That would be fun. Thor's girlfriend. Oh, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Which we know that she was kind of she was kind of hard to get to commit to the role uh, for the second movie, but and she's not in the third movie, as far as I know. Well, I wouldn't assume so. So, Doesn't seem like he's ever on. Yeah, well, he is, but obviously because the whole Doctor Strange thing, the post credit scene. But I don't see that being a thing because whatever. But. Is possible that she could come in. You could mm-hmm. see the doctor from Thor um, come into the yeah, situation. The he man. was yeah, he was in Avengers as well. You could mm-hmm. see him come into the picture. There, like you have like these these other characters, characters that, that are kind of like 
I mean, Stan Lee's going to be in it. We know that much. There's one in 67 (laughs) right there. Uh, He's probably 10 in those 67. Maybe. He just shows up 10 (laughs) different times in 10 different outfits. I doubt that much. I don't know. (laughs) That'd be a great cameo. It is Infinity War. He just shows up on different planets if they do different planets during the... I could see him getting a cameo like that. (laughs) He's just in the background on every planet. That sounds like a Stan Lee thing to do. But anyways, with the whole Infinity Gauntlet, you can bring people back to life. So that's something that I really wanted to talk about speculations for in that sense. It we saw Quicksilver die in the first er, mm-hmm. first appearance on screen. He dies. It is possible that he could come back to life in some sort of way. Maybe see Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. try to fight and get the, the gauntlet and somehow be able... I don't think that she's ever held the gauntlet to my knowledge in the comics. Uh, I but you could unsure. see that kind of feud to try to... Well, she's obviously going to have the whole angle of to avenge vis- vision yeah. But, yeah, kind of aspect. And you could see the angle if she maybe finds out that she can bring people back to life, that she could try to bring back her brother. Yeah, so I can you, see that. So you have this kind of angle... And then, so it's possible that he could come back. He, it was, oh, wasn't it? Didn't you tell something. me? I believe you might have told me that Quicksilver, he, the the actor, oh, he did yeah. sign in, for a multiple movie contract. However, he died in that well, first movie. Well, uh, in the in the making of Avengers: Age of Ultron, there were two different ending scenes that were made. One, of course, was the one we saw, which is Quicksilver taking the bullets and going down. He dies. Uh, Another version was made in case Disney wasn't okay with seeing Quicksilver die and having a character die. Uh, They were fine with it, so we got that one. The other scene was Quicksilver getting shot, but being able to live through it. Yes. So, you could argue that that does mean there's a good chance we could see Quicksilver back because that means they might have had an idea of what to do with him well, if he were still alive. Another thing, too, is you'd never actually see them bury him. Good point. Anything. Like you I don't never see, thought about that. They, you never see them touch on any aspects of his body. Where did he go? Yeah, we've never like, seen Scarlet Witch kind of go to a no, gravesite or anything. And, and nobody's actually talked about it either. So I think that he could... Whether Marvel actually really wants to take time to do, bring him back, but yeah. it, it is possible that he could come back. I mean, I future. was having a bad idea here when you and, said she'd bring him back. Uh, as I think most comic book fans know, there are two different relationships that Scarlet Witch is known for. One, of course, is her and Vision. The other one is her and... Quicksilver. Now, of I, course, I don't think we see that. I don't see, see them that. doing that, especially mainly coming from the, Disney. Yeah, and mainly for the fact that they already know their brother and sister. Yeah. I think if it was as it is in the comics where they did not know they were related at the time, maybe we'd see it. They're but, already hinting on the Vision yeah, Scarlet Witch I, thing. Yeah, I feel like I, the they, Vision Scarlet Witch thing... That really where is speculation right that's there. That's where they're going to go and they're probably going to say But... But... Um, other people that we haven't seen that have kind of like quote unquote died oh, off or whatever. Time out. Let me just say one thing. I remember reading one article. Now, this is just, this is all speculation. More than likely is not going to happen. But I do want to point out that uh, Hugh Jackman, when he went off and did Logan, and we're never going to see him as Wolverine again, and we're all sad about it, he did state that he'd be willing to come back to the role, but only if he was part of the Avengers. Yeah, but we're not going to see the it. issue is you have to see a deal with Fox and Marvel. Yeah, I know, but we're not going to see it. 
but it would be great if we did. I just wanted to throw that in there that that what? if it was ever a thing that could happen, that comes down to the companies making yeah. the deal. The, what I'm trying to talk about is actual your, people is, that could actually yours come Yours is a back. possibility now. I just wanted to throw that in there since we are talking about people with the Avengers. I mean, Hugh Jackman wanted to be Wolverine with them. So. Maybe someday that later down the road. That was like that goes, that goes in with the whole speculation from last week where we were like, maybe sometime, more yeah. than likely not in our lifetime, yeah, DC not, not, and Marvel would come not together. Not in Hugh Jackman's lifetime, probably. <laughs> but... Um, Sadly. Anyways, back to Infinity War. Yeah, back to the actual so, possibilities for Infinity War. We've seen, quote-unquote, Red Skull die, which he, again, did not mm-hmm. die. The Tesseract just teleported him wherever else in the universe. So, he could come back in Infinity War or sometime in the future. It I'm would, down for a Red Skull return. I want Red Skull back. He is the only Captain, and, American, Captain America villain other than Hydra, which I don't think you can really just count Hydra as one villain. Other than Hydra, he's the only one that matters. You gotta have Red Skull. And you got you gotta think too, if if somebody takes the mantle over from Chris Evans as Cap, mm-hmm. a, aka Bucky, hopefully. Yes. Especially with that angle. Sebastian has to take over. Especially with that angle of if Red Skull can come back, if they bring him back, that would be a very good next standalone Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Have the new Cap, aka Bucky, that yeah. was there for the first movie. Good point. Take go on against, Red Skull. against Red Skull. That would be fun. That to would see. be good. That would be very good. Mm. So that that may be something that could be in the works. Indeed. If not, Marvel, please take this. <laughs> please uh, take this in mind, Bucky. Red Bucky. Skull, do it. Make, more importantly, make that a next Captain America movie. More Come importantly, on. Bucky. <laughs> but. And then, <laughs> and then you have, again, the whole aspect, more people could, could be brought back to life. You could see other villains in the past that could come back that are dead. Uh, I don't R- see that Ronin, a huge thing. But I don't, I don't yeah, see... Yeah, I don't see Ronin... Especially being, with Ronin... Being a possibility. Ronin basically telling Thanos, F you. Mm-hmm. I don't think Thanos is going to be like, hey, let's hey, bring that guy back. that guy back. He was so helpful. Yeah. Lost in a dance-off. So that one, that one, I, that's probably never happened. Yeah, no, Ronin's not uh, coming back. <laughs> Ronin's not coming back. But I, I would say I would like to hope that maybe Red Skull could come back at some point oh, in the future. I, I pray whether that to be God, it happens, please. Whether that be in Infinity War, which I think that it we, it's possible. It, what, I don't chance. think that Red Skull really fits in with the level of Infinity, Infinity War, War, but I could see possibly an after credit scene. Yeah, like with Red Skull. Thanos is like finally dead, or like kind of. Mm-hmm. off whatever and you know you have to figure out what's next yeah and so maybe see a, yeah, we a, see a kinda, post-credit scene of red well, skull what i would like to see is kind of uh we see the from about waist down and this could be after this could be like a just the infinity gauntlet without the stones in it uh laying on the ground or something something to this effect it's something that's not going to happen but just take it for a second think about it we could see almost like the infinity gauntlet or something the tesseract something to a point just there it's just there wreckage around it everything else after the war's over and all you see is kind of waist down probably lower than that of kind of this military grade like gear and then you see kind of somebody pick it up we pan up and we get 
kind of just this view of Nazi garb. We don't get to see Red, Sol- Red Skull's face, but we see Nazi garb, and that's kind of your hint of Red Skull's back. Don't give us the whole, oh look, Red Skull's here. Give us the kind of like Nazi garb. <gasps> the only thing is though, Something is like as far as on a grander scale and who would pick up the mantle of a really big villain after Thanos, you gotta I don't. Go I don't. Big I don't see Red Skull being that. No. I see bringing him back. You gotta go with a bigger name. Bringing him back makes sense, but again, bringing him back for Captain America—that's yeah. where it's that, at. That's where it has. But been. the next thing that's in store for the Avengers. Yeah, who's gonna pick up after Thanos? Now there is one of the Celestials, money. possibly. In the Thor Ragnarok so are trailer, you saying, are you saying so, we're gonna see him take on the Celestials and Galactus is gonna show up? Well, Fox has Galactus. Unless they have struck some deal behind the scenes, nobody knows. But we I have like seen Galactus. them make a deal before for Ego the Living Planet in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's true. So the Celestials are kind of getting hinted at as we're going in. It and would then, be interesting to see how they played with that. So, yeah, you have that whole angle of the whole ancestors of the universe and stuff. And then you also have – there's other theory, There's other people that could be brought into Infinity War just because mm-hmm. we have actually seen nods to these characters in, in the past, like a.k.a. like a – Guardians of the Galaxy. We saw Howard the Duck. We saw yeah. we saw Adam Warlock, which has been his, cac- yeah, his it, cocoon. The cocoon, which it, but it has cac-coon. been confirmed that that is Adam, Adam Warlock. Warlock's in his cocoon. So right now in the MCU, which also he if you, if those of you that don't know that much about Adam Warlock, he is one of the few lot, people that can actually wield the Infinity Gauntlet besides yep. Thanos. That would be so, an interesting turn of events. Just think if we got that as a post-credit scene. The Infinity Gauntlet laying on the ground and we see Adam or we see someone pick it up. You could we could that would be interesting. If you did that though, I would run it from a post-credit scene for part 1. Yeah, like, like or whatever it is now. I don't know if it's in parts anymore. I think they actually literally they've named them two different okay, things they've now. Named them possibly. Two different ones. I don't remember. But, I remember they tried to stop it from being two parts because they didn't like the idea of it. But I, I don't remember the name. From the n- nonetheless, one. it's still two yeah. parts. Let's. let's I, I still look at it as two parts. So, Same thing with Justice but League. Post credit for part one, like you could say. Well, no, no. Honestly, I wouldn't even say that because that wouldn't make sense to be honest. Yeah, not for because, part one. Yeah, because part one is is literally Thanos' part story. Two, I Thanos feel like is if, kind of the big story. Like, yeah. you're seeing from his point of view more than likely. And so I don't see him losing the Infinity Gauntlet by the end of that movie. No. And then, but... In the part two... Honestly, seeing a post-credit I mean, scene maybe, of Adam Warlock picking up the gauntlet before either part that two, or, it would be kind of cool, but... Either that not or we see him kind of the cocoon, kind of maybe jostling around, something like that. Yeah, Almost showing so, that it's hatching. Yeah, so take that That would be an interesting Infinity thing. Gauntlet, don't do yeah, that. But the, that would be an interesting Cocoon kind of hatch... And that would be a good way to introduce another character mm-hmm. into the MCU. Indeed. Like on an official basis. And so those those are, those are our speculations yeah. for some speculations for now Infinity we've, War. We've gotten through speculations. Let's go over a little bit of news that I found. This is just a couple minor things right now. We've got New Mutants going into pre-production, which means time to get that script ready. Time to make sure you got your director. Time to make sure you got everything ready to go. For production. So we're going to probably learn a lot more about New Mutants probably in the next couple weeks. 
and probably within a month we'll know at least kind of who's going to be who. Possibly some rumored cast or some actual cast I, I'm casted. I'm praying to God they do kind of a younger situation with New Mutants. I'd love to see Daphne Keene, who played X-23 I was just Logan, about to say. Remain in that role. She was so good. The facial expressions. She was so good. I, I think that everybody could agree to, like, they would like to see a continuation yes, of X-23. Just, I know it's supposed to be uncanon to uh, the X-Men universe. Just keep Daphne Keene. Yeah, but just keep her. At the, at the same time, the fact that it's uncanny, I, I don't think that it's needed because, I mean, if you really killed off Wolverine, whatever, it, and you want to move on, you mm-hmm. can put X-23 in. I don't, it's not going to affect your universe. Yeah. People would understand. But, of course, they've stated it's uncanny to the universe, I, so. I really think that they should continue with her. I just hope they cast. But, I would love to see her cast as X-23, and they take it like a younger route, and they don't go straight into kind of this maybe teen to adult range that I think they're going to go with. Because you, at least from my point of view, I got really attached to her as X-23. She literally was just Wolverine, tiny, and that's about it, female. That's the only differences between her and Logan. Because apparently Hugh Jackman taught her how to scream. I don't think he did, but just she was really like Hugh. He did something helping her. I'm sure he did. I think that everybody could agree that we would like to see the continuation of that. Daphne but... Keen, X-23. But yeah. we'll learn more, I'm sure, as probably the next week comes up or the week after. And more announcements. Are, do you have anything more to say with New Mutants? That's all I've got. So That's the all ne- I've the seen next thing with New Mutants. I heard that they came out with who was going to be Cable for Deadpool, and mm. you, you confirmed that now, today. Before we get so. on to that, I want to get on a, just one more touch of uh, casting news, because we got plenty coming up here. One more thing I want to touch on casting is uh, Gwen Stacy. She's going to be in Homecoming, and it's going to be played by... Okay, I'm going to kill her name, and I'm so sorry to the actress. I'm sure she's a great person. She was in Nice Guys. I didn't see that movie. It looked good, though. Heard good things about it. Angerice? Or Angerice Rice. Something to that effect. I butchered it, and I apologize. But uh, she's confirmed by a Twitter source that has been very trustworthy with Tom Holland, with, uh, Tom Holland News. They've confirmed her to be Gwen Stacy. With Gwen Stacy in the movie... It makes me wonder if they're going to run one love interest a movie. I'm wondering if we're going to see a multitude of love interests throughout the Spider-Man universe, kind of like what we got in the TV shows. It is kind of kind of interesting that it is confirmed that Gwen Stacy is going to be in the movie now yeah. because the whole or angle... At least a Twitter account is confirming it, and they're very not—they're very well, the, trustworthy, apparently. Well, the whole angle that we already know that the love interest is a new love interest yeah, in the comics. Character. I and so, saw her name, and I can't remember it now. So I apologize. It's supposed to be a new love interest. They're not supposed to be doing yeah. the whole Gwen Stacy. Stacy's uh, in it, which would makes me also wonder if Mary Jane's going to be in it as well at some point. I think I think they may be pushing the limit here, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm I think, shocked Gwen Stacy's in it. I like that's the what as- makes me wonder. I like the aspect of the whole new girl. If you're gonna run now, I do think they might run what they kind of did in the old cartoon, and that's maybe Gwen Stacy's kind of 
Peter's best friend almost aspect. Like she might be friends with Peter before they get in a it relationship. Could, it could be like a hinted at thing for the future for yeah. if something happens. I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do because I know in the show that's kind of what it was. They were friends while he was dating Mary Jane. Then once the Mary Jane situation butted out, uh, Gwen Stacy became the love interest. So it yeah. might be that type of situation. But let's get into the big, big casting news. We have a cable, and conveniently it's Thanos. Josh Brolin is officially going to be cable, and he's also getting to be Thanos. Which is What the hell? Which is pretty interesting. That pretty much means... I, I don't know what that means because... Well, uh... uh it means that we're going to get a lot of Deadpool making jabs yeah, about it's that. it's gonna be a lot of jokes almost pointed at him being Thanos and it's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. I cannot wait now for Deadpool 2. And, and I, I was gonna say that that could ruin the chances of an ever crossover with Fox I think it makes Marvel. it even better. However, it really doesn't. Because, I think it makes it even his better now. His character that's he breaks the cable. Well, his character that's cable is just, that's the actor looking and like the actor. And it's futuristic. And it's in the future. So at that point, Cable's from the future and he travels back. That's how Cable works. So what we could see is at that point, in Cable's timeline at least, Thanos could be dead. So by the time we ever saw a thing with Cable in it, well, in an that- actual timeline... I mean, well, that's not really what I was saying. I was just well, saying I'm just that saying like that's the actor a wears a whole. You don't see the actor. Yeah, actor's you don't face see the actor. Comes to Thanos, it's so much more CGI. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, if that ever were to be a thing, if that were ever to have a cross, I love though that we're gonna get so many jokes towards him being Thanos. It's going to be the greatest thing ever, and I'm hoping that Brolin gets some really good chemistry with Reynolds because. Cable is known to kind of remark back at him every time he cracks a joke. So I'm hoping we get that really good chemistry between them. So it's like it doesn't sound like he's just being a dick, which I don't think it will. I think that it'll be really good connection between the two of them, and we'll get exactly what we want, and that's Deadpool just smart-mouthing off to Cable while Cable's sitting there going, you're not supposed to do that. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be quiet. Something to that effect. Well, Deadpool's doing something he's not supposed to or rushes into battle. Cable's like just looking at him wondering, this is what I'm working with? That type of effect. Because Cable's much more militaristic. And now he's going to have to work together with somebody who literally doesn't know the word stop. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. I can't wait. I'm excited. Now, I do have another thing in here, Marvel, if you want to talk about it. Because it leads to some very interesting conversation. And that's the fact that Chris Evans was interviewed about a possible Black Widow solo movie. Now, we had heard rumors. I think everyone's heard rumors of this for... God knows how many years. Yeah, well, it's been the, a while. The thing is, is, it is still an idea, 
but they're waiting for the right moment to do it, which right now things are on a kind of grander scale, so there's no well, reason for him to get it according to Evans, he thinks it's coming. He thinks it will be coming sooner than later, and he thinks it would cover up a whole lot of holes. Now, this is where I want to lead into the fact of what I want to talk about. Do we need a Black Widow solo? Like, a, at least a if, solo backstory? Well, if it covers... if Coming from the aspect of covering a whole lot... Covering up... Filling a lot of holes yeah, or whatever. A lot of holes. Then I could see it being like maybe a little bit of her backstory. Kind of. That's this best way to run it. If you look at like the Arrow TV show, mm-hmm. where he you see him in the present, but then you get a few flashbacks of uh-huh. things that are kind of similar similar with the present, but it's flashbacks yeah. of his past. So they could run an angle with that for Black Widow, where we finally get to see a little bit of her past. Meanwhile, she's working with like Shield. To like do these other things mm-hmm. that were kind of like behind the scenes and kind of some question marks along the way in the movies and the other movies that people kind of speculate but nobody knows for certain for certain and she could kind of be behind the scenes maybe doing some of that stuff. That's a so, good idea. I like that. So that, I think that would be actually a fairly now, interesting movie if that was. The I case. argue we don't need one, and this has nothing to do with me not liking the character because I love Black Widow. It's a good character and everything, but well. If you argue I that, I feel like we're getting enough of her backstory already. N- not really. Well, well we, got we, got, we got a good a chunk of it. it. We got a little in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, uh, but and I like it, that. I like that we're kind of piecing together her backstory, movie by movie, almost. Well, the thing is, is you don't fully need to do that either. I think that if you don't do a solo film with her, with her you could run an angle of you've seen in agents of shield this past season they've done three different seasons all in one or three different stories all in one mm-hmm. season really which has honestly allowed them to make very good stories because you're not taking this whole uh however many episodes and you have to kind of like maybe put in some filler episodes just so you fit that episode that you've yeah. already contracted to, or whatever you yeah. already said that you're doing. So you don't have to make so, any filler, and people don't. Control so you it. get, you, but you, so you get the gist of the story. You get mm. a very good story, and it's not so drawn out. And so anyway, so their story is good, and I, I like this three different storylines for the season. And so as far back to the Black Widow thing, you could put her onto the television side of things and run a story for her for I could, part I of like the season, that. like one little section Mm -hmm. like how they've done with this they broke it into three different stories even you don't need well now this is me saying that money might be an issue to get Scarlett Johansson on TV if money were an issue to get Scarlett Johansson on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a season you could kind of just tell her backstory through Agents Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now I don't know if Marvel would be down to that down to do that but it's one of those things, and I'm not saying that I don't want a Black Widow solo movie. I think it would be a good idea. I think it's a good way for Marvel to get her out there more, because I know she's not kind of pushed as hard as Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, the bigger names. But it just she's the one character that I'm not sitting there wondering stuff about. She's just not the character I'm sitting there going, 
I want to know her back. Yeah, but the thing is, if you think about I think it, that Mystique helps her. Well, but if you think about the MCU, is they try to make everything so different, so things aren't on the same playing field. A lot mm-hmm. of people like to try to group superhero movies and stuff all in the same category, but there are differences in all of this stuff. It's not the same old, same old when you go to different movies. Yeah. And I think that if they did do a Black Widow movie... I personally think that would make it more down to earth to people because yeah. she doesn't have powers. She's just like an agent. Yeah, so it's, that mu- really it's much more relatable so to Basically, the viewer, it would be much. like kind of like an. Honest, more of an action Honestly, movie. if you think about it, it could be kind of like a 007 movie. You're kind of right, yeah. I mean, think of Black think of Black. It'd be Widow a female 007. Is. Yes. That's and a good way to look at it. Personally, from that aspect, I it think that, that would be good. It, it would be interesting. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it. It's just one of those strange situations. Now, that's for the people, of course, watching on YouTube as well as listening to the podcast, whether it be on iTunes or if we're on Stitcher at this point. Um, tell us what you think, whether it's in the comments on YouTube, comment and review section of iTunes or whatever. Are you wanting a Black Widow movie? Or is it just something that's, you know, it's there. You don't really care either way. Because I think I think we both agree that it would be cool to see one. I like, Now, I stand on the fact that I don't think it's needed. But I think I like, kind of stand on the ground that it might be. Okay, well, the needed. thing is, is I like her little bits and pieces that mm-hmm. she's had in other yeah, films. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I like that. But... And I also like the idea, if you wanted to tell more of her story, the whole Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aspect, you could put her in mm-hmm. like part of the season, break it down into three different stories for the next season like you did with this one, and give her one section of the story or something. Yeah. It may maybe a kind of a tie-in with Phil, which really, it's not needed, but I think that yeah. she could have her own standalone part for the season if you wanted to do that angle. Mm-hmm. But I think the whole, if you look at it from a 007 aspect, I think that that would make a good movie. Yeah, I agree with you. And it that. makes it so things aren't. It, it breaks up the MCU. Honestly, you know whole the whole Netflix thing. That's a more down to earth aspect. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas the movies are more on a grand scale. The Earth is pretty much gonna die. Yeah, like, all the all this stuff. You know, so I think a Black Widow movie would make it more down to earth and not so much chaos kind of going on. And it, but it's still kind of a real world problem. Like you could still run that angle for her movie. Or, again, maybe not not a movie, and maybe not even the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. idea that I said. I just mentioned Netflix in the middle of the talking about it. I didn't even think about it. She could get her own standalone Netflix series. That is a cool idea. Or I think her and Hawkeye as a thing together as a Netflix series. I think we save that for next week, talking so, about that, because we've got some more stuff to talk about in DC side of things, and we don't want to run over too much. And I think that could get us talking a lot. So I think keep that thought in mind, and we'll talk about that next week. Because that is a genius idea. I think that's big money. Especially, I think it also allows for one thing that uh, we can talk about when we get to that being a bigger thing next week. Because I think we could go on for a while on that Well, you're, going, you're getting ready to go into the casting and everything for DC. Yeah, DC, right? there was a lot of casting so, news. So before before you got that, something to we'll, touch on that before we get into cast. We'll talk about one more trailer that was released this week. Oh yes, so, I sadly did not see this trailer yet. So the Star Wars trailer is I released. I have not seen it for, yet for Last Jedi. I do know that Snoke is rocking some new garb. <laughs> so the thing is, is but you, you hear during the trailer, you hear Luke 
ask, what do you see? And Ray is, I see good, or I see light. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple seconds go by, a little bit of pause, and then you see, I see darkness. So it's a little of both, like yang and yang going uh-huh. on. And so the thing is, Anakin in Star Wars was supposed to... Um, he was supposed to be that he, solidarity he, to the Force. He was supposed to be the one that brought it together uh-huh. and balanced it out again. We saw that that didn't happen. Nope. And so, and we also saw... I blame Hayden Christensen. We also saw that the the um, the Jedi are kind of like restricted. They, they, they didn't touch too much on their actual powers. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, I think that it could be leading down a path to where we could see more of light and darkness put together in the balancing out aspect and we could maybe touch more on the powers because you could see a little bit of the dark powers and a little bit of the other powers and so just cut i think that that could be a path that they're leading down towards but then um at the end of the trailer you hear luke say i think the jedi need to come to an end Ooh, well, um, that's that's interesting so so i it's hard to uh, me personally. I don't know too much about Star Wars, mm-hmm. but I I looked into a little, and I I don't know necessarily where they're going with this, but mm-hmm. I think that it's an interesting angle. And I think uh, I also Ray mm-hmm. and Finn Kylo no, <laughs> Kylo okay, Kylo Ren Kylo Ren yeah Ray and Kylo Ren. It actually has been. Could come forth that they are, which honestly, I think people could have speculated this yeah. very well from the seventh episode, but um, they are related by blood. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. in some so that, sort that, of manner. So that that's, that's so something. So they're related by blood. That means okay, okay. I think I know kind of how it, that. It goes was kind of run that it could be she could be Luke's daughter or something. I think originally but, that's what everybody thought. But I think she's uh, Han's daughter because they had three kids, if I'm correct, in the books. Yes and no, because they've actually also said that apparently her know. parents are not in the movie. They haven't it's actually never been. Mind. They haven't actually been introduced yet. However, they, however, they are related by blood supposedly. So, so and that's how Kylo kind of some relation. Yeah. But anyway, so maybe we'll talk about it more in later weeks. Yeah. Uh, if but, you're wondering why we brought that up. Uh, of course, Marvel has their Vader comic, so they do delve yeah. into the Star Wars Star, universe. Star Wars does have its own comics, so and, believe it or not, that does fit in with this channel. Yeah, we it don't fits just in do quite well with the podcast, and it's a fun thing to talk about. We don't just do Marvel and DC. Granted, that's a lot of the stuff that we yeah, know, and a lot, lot of the stuff, we're a lot of the about. news. But there's just you no. Know, there's always going to be a couple tidbits we'll probably throw in there that aren't Marvel DC fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, The Walking Dead is a comic, so mm-hmm. maybe not to mention you got Vertigo comics, we'll get which have their own TV shows as well. So, but uh. Let's get into some DC news. A lot of casting. Some confirmed. Some just people are interested. Let's start off with what I think's one of the funniest things to come out of the news this week that I found. That's uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We all know him. The highest paid actor in Hollywood. Uh, he's going to be Black Adam. Black Adam's getting his own solo film. Dwayne's excited about that. He did an interview with... Uh, Somebody, I believe it was the site I was checking out to find some articles. And, uh, yeah, he pretty much said, in his own words, Black Adam is going to be effing awesome. 
So take it from Dwayne. Apparently the Black Adam movie is going to be effing awesome whenever it comes out. He also brought up that uh, it's going to be a good way to... And I like the way he put it. He, they were talking about uh, Shazam and Black Adam both having solo films. He said it's a good way to kind of make people want Black Adam versus Shazam. I think that's a good way to look at it. We're going to get to see both perspectives without them running into each other. So it's going to mean even more when we see them go at it in hand-to-hand combat. I think that's going to be fun. And it's nice to know that The Rock's extremely excited for what Warner Brothers has going on. It's nice to see a big-name actor kind of getting extremely pumped for Warner Brothers. So we said it before that hopefully they're actually balancing out their Mm -hmm. universe and actually making it better, learning from their mistakes, so it is possible. And it it follows up off what you said about actors getting extremely excited about what's going on over there. Looks like The Rock's the first one of them. Hopefully Ben Affleck gets there, too. But uh, we'll go off to the next thing, which is... uh, Let's talk about Gotham City Sirens for a bit. We know who the Gotham City Sirens are. We've got, at least we know one of them already. That's Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. That is the perfect time to bring that in. As uh, soon as you mentioned that, I was just like, hmm. We've got, we've got the woman here's with a, the mallet and yeah. baseball bat, whatever yeah. you want to give There's a little nod to uh, <laughs> the mallet that yeah. she uses um, from that we got a loot crate box yeah. turned into the good, mallet. Good so. stuff. But, uh... Harley Quinn we know is Margot Robbie. We have yet to learn who Catwoman will be in the movie. We do know that uh, people are interested in the role of Poison Ivy. The latest one to be interested is Bryce Dallas Harper, or I'm sorry, Howard. I didn't know who she was. She's big for Jurassic World, which I sadly didn't finish all the way through yet. Uh, You did. You're a big Jurassic Park fan. And uh, she played Claire in that movie. Looks-wise... I think she fits the role quite well. I don't so she's, know. So she's set up to play. She, no, she is interested. She let the oh, world know on Twitter she is in interested playing in playing Poison role. Ivy. Yes, in playing Ivy. I think that would be a very good pick. Looks wise, she looks like she fits the role perfectly. I think that it would be very good. Now, this is where I have an issue. And I told you this earlier today. Based off of what you told me earlier today, she's the better pick. Not Not what he's about to say. The, you mean Bryce, yeah. uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? Yes, yeah, she is the one well, that needs to get the role. Uh, there's one woman who immediately when the news dropped of Gotham City Sirens was ecstatic. She wanted that role. She went to Twitter. She bought comics. She was all set to read up to learn the role. Hmm. This was Megan Fox. Well, that that's some information that you did not tell me earlier, though. You uh, well, said Megan Fox. I'm just going to say this much. But Most actors, when they go for a role, do pick up the comics to study the character. Ha- so. However, though, the fact that she is willing to do that, though. Well, I would assume I, most actors would be willing. I know, but the thing is, though, is you didn't give her that point of view when you I'm said just it saying. So that she, gives me some high... Higher expectations. I'm not going to say Megan Fox is a terrible actress, because she's not. She has movies she's very good in. I just want to say that from my perspective, and acting a lot of the times is a personal preference for most people, I don't think she's that great of an actress. This isn't to say she's bad. just I don't think she's going to be that role that I think can long live the character. Well, honestly, out of the two, I still say that 
the that Bryce is the uh, better choice. Better choice. Well, right so, now I'll say this regardless much, of DC that, and Warner Brothers is eyeing Megan Fox for the role. Uh, they can they can go where they want. They can take well, their chances. I just want that. And this is me just because of the romantic interest there is with Ivy and Harley if they're going to introduce that, which Warner Brothers, I think, is willing to take that risk. We've seen them take plenty of risks. You need, a car- you need somebody to carry Ivy very much. Ivy's your number two in this movie. So you need someone to carry that role. I just do not think Megan Fox is going to be that one attractiveness level I hit I think Other that she mm. I think that she could do it however out of the two definitely Bryce okay. I in out my of those opinion two, Bryce is your choice based off of what I have seen from her as an actress mm-hmm. I think that she would be very good for the role okay. so hopefully Warner Brothers and now, DC can Yeah, I don't know what they're planning. I think that the, the role. back to kind of what we did with the whole the Zac Efron Zac Efron thing for Nightwing mm-hmm. and I think that we said we said DC and Warner Brothers need to weigh their options. Yeah, but I think that's one of those perfect scenarios right there. Weigh your options before you just yeah, immediately got, kind you of definitely sign. have to weigh your options. And really, that's with all good casting. You have to find the best ca- person for the role. Currently, right now, I mean, it might be Megan Fox. Back back to the Deadpool thing. I mean, you saw that took a while before oh, yeah, they cable. figured out who would be Cable. So. Cable took a long time. But now let's hit the biggest. News on the front of casting, at least biggest news because uh, it involves Aquaman, which we know from what director James Wan has said, it's going to be pretty much a horror movie. It's going to be bloody, there's going to be violence, and that most likely means Jason Momoa is going to kill a lot of people with that trident of his, and probably a lot of shark attacks. We now know that the villainous... A.K.A. Jaws number what? <laughs> yeah, Jaws number something. <laughs> what, are they, what are they on right now? I don't know. I don't know, but it, it, James Wan, I love him. He's an amazing director. One of my favorites. He's already said it's pretty much going to be a horror movie, which I personally I, makes me excited for Aquaman. Yeah, I think that... I'm excited for it. Honestly, I like this whole new aspect for Aquaman in general, bringing them to the big screen mm-hmm. and all this. I think it it's at the least most gets rid of the. Uh, no offense to fans of the classic look, Aquaman. It gets rid of that whole. He looks pathetically scrawny and weak. I like the whole new look personally. The I, only it makes you I have is because I'm a wrestling fan. He just looks too much like Roman Reigns. He, well. <laughs> But other than that, I do love Jason Momoa in the role. I th- yeah, I think that he he makes me excited to after, see Aquaman, especially personally. after seeing him in Game of Thrones. Momoa in that role is going to be very interesting. But let's talk about the nefarious king. Let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. Narius, I believe that's correct. Nefarious King Narius is going to be played by '80s action movie star, the man himself, Dolph Lundgren believe I just killed his last name, but I'm sorry, Dolph. For those who may not know who he is, uh, my best way to tell you who he is, he's the Russian in Rocky IV. If I'm right, that's Rocky IV. He also was in Expendables, I believe. I could be terribly wrong. But, pretty much, just think Duke Nukem. That's kind of what he looks like. If you've never yeah. seen him or heard of him before, he kind <laughs> of looks actually, like Duke Nukem. That is interesting. It's yeah. a very good way to kind of get an image for him. He's going to be King Narius. Personally, I love this casting. 
I think he's going to play amazing in that role. You add him to the cast of Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson, this is a very good cast character. I think, honestly, Aquaman is starting to sound more or less like I'm actually more excited to see him than anybody else in the DCEU. And sadly, it's, Aquaman it's has only, never had that kind of reaction oh no. from people before. No, he's so, always been kind of that least favorite DC character. But I think they're running with him for movie-wise. This is good. Personally. It's going to be nice fun take. to see this way of Aquaman. I can't wait to see this take. And this leads me to one thing I want to bring up. Out of all the superhero movies coming out here that we know of in the foreseeable future, let's go just to 2019 since those are kind of the more recent ones. We know uh, Justice League Part 2 comes out there, I believe, in that Part 2 for uh, Infinity Wars, or is that 2018? 2018 is Part 1. Oh, 2018 is part one. Then I think it's 2019, 2020 is part two then. Yeah. But let's just keep to 2019. What movie out of all the superhero movies coming out that you can remember off the well, top no, no, of your no. head? No, no, no. You have the dates wrong. I'm pretty positive. Infinity War is 1918. And, and and I mean, uh, 1918 and 19... I mean, oh my God. 18 and 19? 2018. Let uh-huh. me say that yeah, correctly because we're not in the 1900s, people. <laughs> no. Oh my Which is easier just to say 19. So, eight, <laughs> so 2018, and I believe 2019. Okay. Because they are filming them back to back. Okay, so yeah, it might be 2019. So I'm pretty sure those are the releases. Okay, because I thought it was uh, two years apart from the it original. Is, I, I guess it is possible that they may space it out like that. However, they are filming them back to back. Well, then it's possible that we could see it in 2019. I don't remember the calendar entirely because it's been forever since I've seen it. But, um, and it's always changing. So. Ex- exactly. But out of those movies, what is the uh, the ones that you can remember off the top of your head? What is the m- one you are most excited to see? Because I've got one, and mine's actually coming out fairly soon. So if you need some time to think, I can go over mine real quick. I see. See that? That's the only thing. Is I'm there's I'm, a lot that I'm interested in, but one takes a bigger stage over the others. See, I'm, I'm excited for things that are in the future that we we know about, but we don't have trailers for and stuff oh, like so that. Like but how, release date or anything? But how, no, no, no. We do oh, have a release date. Okay. But I'm just saying that we. I'm excited for stuff like that, but also in recent events, we have a lot of big movies coming out this year that we already mm-hmm. seen trailers for, so it's got me really pumped for yeah. that. So that's kind of, I'm kind of biased right now just because I, I, I already am And kind of I think that might be why my favorite is what it is. Because we don't know the trailers for the things uh-huh. coming out yet, so we're only kind of stuck Well, if you, can pick, if you could pick one right now. Right now. See, honestly, as far as out of every year that we've ever had everyone. no I'm talking about in the past oh, okay. too out of like years leading up to this year for comic books stuff mm-hmm. and movies and everything I have got to come out I've got to go out on a limb here and just say that this year is probably the best year that they've ever had for comic book releases I, I could arguably agree with you Logan yeah. Um, what else do we have Wonder out? Woman Okay, you Wonder Woman, which looks promising. In my and that is my number one. That is what I'm the most excited for. Yeah, Wonder Woman that looks Wonder promising. Wonder Woman looks really good. Much better than the Batman uh, v Superman. I think it could be DCU done right. It could bring them back. I okay, think so it could. you got those. Uh, you got have those. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Thor uh, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Is there anything else? I 
that's off the top. Those of my head, are the major. That's the top. Those are the ones that I could think of off the top of my head, mm-hmm. like you said. So, I that's really, five good ones. And, that's yeah, five promising ones. We know one's already amazing. Now the other four just have to yeah. Showcase. And go back and look at the trailers, folks, because if you if you don't know, like these things, all of these movies look. Oh no no! Justice League is coming out this year too. Justice League, yeah. Now that yep. we are, we were I, I for, looking something. I entirely forgot. Which, to which, think we forgot about Justice League. Honestly, that shows where it is on the board. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm but, so sorry, Batfly. However, Justice League actually looks like a complete. It looks utter, solid. It, it looks, looks solid. better. I, I, I'm it, not going to say looks, what I said about BVS. Because it might turn out bad. So it I'm not does look better was, than Batman versus Superman. But so it, it, it looks solid. It looks like there's a good chance, and I like the humor they have in it right I now. I think that it's a good year. I'll give DC a shot for once. That I think that Justice League is the one you're most excited and for. One, no, and no, 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 no. I'm not excited for <laughs> okay. them. It's not definitely not the most excited. I, <laughs> I think I know which one you're most definitely excited not, for. But. I'm I'm just saying that I'll give DC some props here. Oh yeah, you got gotcha. Justice League and Wonder Woman. I think they have they've they slowly started to get their act together. I think Jeff Johns has helped. This He's helped will be better for them. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, this year, 2017, is one of the better years as far as comic book fans and just comic book movies. Things to look forward to. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I just. So it's it's hard for me to say because one. I'm stuck in all this like greatness that's coming mm-hmm. out this year and the Logan movie that's already been out that I don't know. Out of the know. ones that have not been released this year, pick one. So pick one out of this year. Out of this year that hasn't been released. No, no, no. See, okay. So you got any of the four other than Logan. Okay, well, right. I already have it down to two then. And as right I'm off assuming. the bat. Which, and let me guess, is Homecoming one of them? Yes. Now, of course it is. So I would have to go between Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok. Really? That trailer got you that pumped? I, I'm not kidding. That It really looks like it could be one of the better MCU movies. It, it does You look have like, to say. It does look good. You can't go. You can't. I mean, if you feel somewhere else, I'm sorry, but you can't really watch that trailer and say that that does not look like one of the better movies that MCU will be putting out. It, it looks good. It looks It looks like good. they have taken Thor and Hawk and actually given them a very prominent thing. And personally, up to this point, I haven't really cared too about much Thor about and Thor and Hawk. Now, but I totally this, agree with you. This one trailer has got me so pumped. Because of the fact that they took them, they took that darkness from Thor. Hawk hasn't really had his own movie other than The Incredible Hawk, which was a different... Yeah, it's all the way back. I personally, I don't even count that as MCU just because it was a different actor. Granted, they have the general in now, but we won't get into that. We'll digress on that later. But this is the most excited that I've ever been to see Hawk and Thor on big screen because they've taken it and they put it into a Guardians of the Galaxy situation and Guardians of the Galaxy was such a good movie, the very first one. Mm-hmm. And the second one does look good, but I'd say out of upcoming, Spider-Man Homecoming simply just because I'm biased and yeah, I love Spider-Man. You'd be like me if Batman was coming out. And then the, the underdog situation that <laughs> I, like Thor I said, Ragnarok. I didn't really care about Thor and Hawk, but this trailer has got me mm-hmm. so pumped that... It's, it's Honestly, like, I could, oh, I I could argue with myself that it could possibly, I hate to say it, it could be better than Spider-Man and Iron Man teaming up in Homecoming. 
I never thought that I would ever say that that two characters that I didn't really care about are might make a better movie than two. That shock. It might they might be better than two characters that I actually really freaking love. That well, there you go, folks. I think that right there clarifies how shocking that Ragnarok trailer was, at least for you. And once again, I'll just say my favorite coming up is totally Wonder Woman. It just looks so good, and it feels like this is going to be DC's movie. This is going to be what launches them to where they need to be now. And I, I think it all starts with Jeff Johns coming in to kind of lead lead the wrecked vessel that Zack Snyder had. So it, it's, it's convenient, too, that we both went with our... Normal sides here. I went with the DC movie. You went with well, the Marvel movie. That's just because. I mean, you have a sour taste in your mouth from DC movies, so for the most part. Yes. So, so that's a little bit of helping for Marvel. But the thing is, is the whole. I don't hate DC. I like yeah. the. I like the TV. I, I side. know you like DC. I like the TV. Just the movies side. have left a, yes. left a very bad taste in the your movies mouth. The movies are not that great, other than the Dark Knight trilogy. Really, Nolan did an amazing but job on. I personally think, in my opinion, based on what I have seen so far, mm-hmm. they should stick to TV because that is where they actually know what they're doing well. And hopefully, Jeff and Johns coming in from TV is going to help. I, him. And you know that that's one little other speculation that I'd like to put out there. <laughs> what the, uh, the bringing the TV characters to the big screen? The, well, it could, but no, that is not. I'm talking just TV, just TV level. Okay. So we all know that Constantine was not on the CW originally. Indeed. But he came into a, uh, an appearance in the Green Arrow season mm-hmm. four, I believe. Hopefully. I, yeah, I believe I, it was season you're four. You're the wrong guy because he I came in, got caught up. He came into one episode. He had just one appearance. Mm-hmm. So he got tied into that universe. And a couple weeks ago, he... Constantine is actually on the CW now. Like if well, you get awesome. like if you get like the app for CW. Oh, like so they have the Constantine so they show actually on have the now. show on there. So it, it is. And possible. I know there's a and big they, fan base that wants the show back. Yeah, so. they they took Supergirl off of the channel that it was on and yeah. took, brought in CW and, and then CW they they they're creating their own universe within CW. They tied it in with their universe, and so I think that. I'm going to go off on a limb. I think that we have a chance of seeing season two of Constantine and done for the better. There we go. There's there's an interesting situation that I didn't even know about hearing that. I knew people wanted Constantine back. We don't have the announcement for season two, but I'm just saying it it is CW now. It's uh, it's possible. So that could be something to look forward to, you know? There we go. I think that is a great spot to leave it off. The positivity that we can see Constantine season two on the CW. That was a lot to talk about. And... You know what, guys? Pl- while you tell us if you want to see a Black Widow solo film, let us know if what is your favorite movie coming out here. Let's say 2017. What is the movie you're most pumped about? One final thing. Oh, one final thing. Okay. When you were talking about Aquaman, I I, uh, I wanted to say it then, but we got s- switched up yeah. on subjects. We, we and just I, I almost forgot before we came to an end for this one is um, Namor. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've made the comment we already know right. I've, I've said all I need to say about Namor uh, but just think of his name Namor it's reverse of Roman 
because he literally the idea came from Romans. Just wanted to put that out there for those of you that haven't actually taken the time to actually put that together. Huh. That's literally where his name came from. Huh. I so didn't there's even another, think about that. There's another interesting piece of information for you folks. So there we go. We end on a factoid. Neymar backwards is Roman. Yep. There we go. Your factoids have been given, and we're going to come to a close here. And remember, guys, you don't have to know it all. Call yourself a nerd.